boop, 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 boop. Check. Mic check. Mic check. Check, check, check. Do, 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 do. Match my volume. Hey yo, hey yo, and talking sauce, episode two, plus two. We're back. Episode four, minus Cody again. We second week in a row, no Cody. Do you think he just doesn't want to do this with us? Uh, Yeah, I think he's tired of it. I think he he doesn't have the heart. It's like a bad breakup. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's just trying to figure out exactly how to say it. Right. Mm. Nice. So he just ghosts us. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just leaves Not the group even chat unannounced. Text. He just ghosts. <laughs> he just br- he leaves the group chat unannounced. For sure. No, I mean, like just like last time, Cody just ha- lives a life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Doing things. Yeah, he'll be back. I know because I did. Back and we've had a lot ever. of we've had a lot of requests for Cody since mm-hmm. he left. Yeah, a lot and, of messages. Uh, They're kind of tired of, of stale conversation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they miss the, the the like the passionate talk about the hurricanes, which Cody always brings to the table. And they don't even call us by our names, so it's, it's no, kind of rough. We're just idiot one. And yeah, two. <laughs> bring Cody back. At least I'm idiot one. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> they can't argue that. There's, can't, no, what do you, there's no value in being one or two there. Um, so I mean, you know. We're going to talk about some shit today. One of the things we want to get into first is the uh, the PA's player votes, player mm. polls. Um, Always love these. Yeah, because it's like super, you, you know, you get just a little insight yeah. to kind of maybe what they think. I mean, some of it's kind of obvious, and mm-hmm. year to year you like expect some of the same trending people to be in it, but uh, there's always a few where yeah. you're like, oh, that makes sense, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case is. But let's, let's uh, go through them one by one. Start with the skills. Who is the best forward? Who do you think it's going to be? Obviously, you know. Uh, McCann? Jared McCann? Jared McCann. I mean, he's been doing awesome on the Penguins. I, know, I think he plays on Crosby's line, right? He does. That's who I'd vote for. Mm-hmm. Close. But it's <laughs> with 63.6% Connor McDavid. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Mick forgot Jesus. About yeah, he, uh, he's dominating that pie chart. Uh, close behind with 17%, obviously, is going to be Sidney Crosby. Mm. Um, and then his line mate, McCann. It's kind of interesting how... how one-sided that is between those two you figure to be a little bit more 50 50 yeah i mean yeah. I, I don't know if, if i feel like it's almost a consolation at this point you know mean? just like the league everyone is like they just they know how good he is and he's just stuck with edmonton so everyone's like oh well, he's not he just he almost looks so much better in comparison you know what i'm saying right and yeah i guess it's just one of the things too when you are a player and you see one of them live and you mm-hmm. see mcdavid live and yeah. oh man just so explosive. I guess in this generation of players, he's more eye-catching. Yeah. And that's probably what they, you know, a lot of this, I'm sure, is their first thought. Yeah, when he's it comes just so fast at everything he's doing. But it's just such a debate, is who's the best? Yeah. I mean, it's such a arguable mm-hmm. topic. Yeah, like, that's like a whole two or three podcasts on its own. For sure. Coming in behind Crosby was Nathan McKinnon, 4.1%. Um, and then Kucherov at 37 um, which those two, I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. McKinnon's low-key, one of the best players in the league skill-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an amazing shot, too, when you're, you know, least expecting it. He can well, release he can sick flat hands. out skate. Yeah, very fast. Like, Extremely fast. And edge work, crazy. He's just... Yeah, well, he trains with Crosby in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, it's just what they do. Uh, and Kucherov, makes sense. 120 points mm, for I the I mean, kid. just disgusting. Disgusting. But the one that we always talk about especially offline, um, 
and that you know makes sense. Sasha Alexander Barkov mm-hmm. coming in with that one point seven, but I mean people just gotta respect the game. Yeah. Dude. dude is so good. Now they put him up there, but did they say if he was tied? Because I feel like one at one point seven, I feel like he could be like a three way tie for. I mean, I'm not gonna doubt it, but I think if there was ties, they would show him. Yeah, well, at least at least he's finally you know I'm all, at this point. I wouldn't even. I don't think he's an underrated player. Well, the thing you know is, what I mean? Oh, well, definitely not. Like, but the thing is, too, is when you look at the question, who is the best forward? And these are all skill guys. I mean, granted, Crosby's got insane two way game. Barkov's yeah. got mad two way to his game. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see him up there. You know, but they're probably still talking about his skills when you're thinking about yeah. who's the best forward. And For sure. he's got some of the most underrated hands in the league by far. Yeah. One of the best shootout guys. Always exciting to watch. Who's the best defenseman? This one's good. This one, a lot, a lot. I feel like it brought up a lot today in the news. Yeah. This whole best defenseman conversation. Well, who do you think it is? It was... Uh, Someone who wasn't even talked about in the conversation of these two people you're talking about. Who was it? Hedman. It was Hedman. No, he was, he was brought up. Oh, he was brought he up? He was brought up. We'll get into that after we talk about But how this. is he not? How is he not the best? I think he's the best. He's got to be. The dude is... When you watch him, it's like it's like watching if like the this you like go to see the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> right? This tall, uh-huh, uh-huh. stoic, yeah, just like yeah. you know, intimidating presence, mm-hmm. human, unwavering, like <laughs> massive thing, and then it just takes off thirty miles an hour down a sheet of ice. <laughs> It'd be uh yeah. What do you, what do, you a, do with that moment? Uh, get out the way. It's what I would do. He's a fucking Goliath. He is. I and mean, he, just, he does everything well. He does everything great. It's not fair. I heard he got like three callbacks as the mountain for Game of Thrones <laughs> before the game. No. <laughs> I mean, for sure though, he could play him, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe he's dude. Like, okay, look at that goal he scored on the Hurricanes in OT. I mean, he's uh sick. That backhand. He's sick. It's it's what the man does. I'm I'm sorry, it wasn't the Hurricanes, it was the Capitals. I get yeah. the teams that I like confused sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was the Capitals. Similar I, I'm just a denier is what it is. <laughs> I don't want to admit it. That was yeah. an amazing game, but yeah, uh, I came out of OT, had him and tucked it back and I was super disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um it'd be like that. No, but yeah, the the other guy right behind him, twenty point nine, Drew Doughty. Mm-hmm. And that's who I was gonna say, but would, that him or it'd be him or Hedman. I would you think say he's the, the best defenseman. He does just, log the most minutes. Is or he, uh, he's up there. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't because Suter's still? Oh, yeah, he's a workhorse. Definitely. At like well, he's not even on, he's not on his top five. When the, it's, I mean, uh, I would say he's one of the un, more underrated players. Well, he's such a defensive yeah. defenseman. I think a lot of this question, people put their offensive opinion into their points opinion up. Into but I think, it. He, I think he has a whole other kind of, um, yeah, Dowdy and Dowdy Headman. And who was third? Was it Burns? Burns, of course. Yeah. But the interesting thing, Right behind him at nine, so he Burns had ten point six. Right behind him at nine point five, his uh, his teammate Carlson, yeah. <laughs> which is really fucking terrifying to think about when mm-hmm. two of the best opinion, you know, the opinions that the two best defensemen in the league are actually on the same team. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Um, for sure. And then uh, you got Roman Yossi at six point one, which obviously he's yeah. amazing. He does yeah. he does everything correct Another. so fast. Um, but since we brought it up, let's go ahead and talk about it. Uh. And I think you know a little bit more about it as far as like what was said or what was asked. Oh yeah, uh, I forget. I, it was just some reporter who asked Dowdy about. Uh, they were just discussing the list, and at first he was taking shots at uh, 
Matthew Kachuk. For the slashes. For, yeah, for the slashes. He was saying, so you know, I, I, I mean, don't... He, Dowdy slashed the shit out of him, though. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw Kachuk do it first, which warrants yeah. one back. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, eye for an eye, and that's yep. in that uh, occasion, but I don't know. Mm. I, I, you know, some people you're just going to hate. And, and Dowdy likes to talk a little shit. He's pretty Dowdy outspoken. Shit, and the Chuck brothers players. like to get other people's skin. Oh, yeah. So it's, good on them. You know, and, you know whatever. Yeah. But you're and saying. And so then he was saying, the, uh, he was talking about Brent Burns, and he was saying that he thinks people put too much stock into points as defensemen, and that he was saying, I can watch a Sharks game, and I'll watch Brent Burns get three times. You guys can go watch it, too. He's like, but... You know, everyone's always going to say he's one of the best defensemen in the league. He took his time to say, you know, that Hedman, Giordano, those are guys that he said they're. He said Hedman is a guy who right now he would, he wants to he would sit out of any defenseman in the league. That's who he'd want to play on the on the line with. Same thing with Gio. Left and right said, shots, man. He said G he and Gio put how many points does Gio have now? Not sure. It's like he's got like seventy five points. Like it's something crazy, isn't it? Easy. Yeah, and so he, yeah. So it's just, you know, Dowdy's going to talk shit, but I think it was interesting to hear, you know, I mean, his thoughts on their on their game. Anyway, he, he also admit, you know, he said uh, offensively, obviously there's stuff that myself, you know, I'm not going to, I won't, I, that I'm not going to be able to do that. Brent Burns can, but he's my two, he, he was my 200 foot game is better, and I think that makes me better as a defenseman, and that the public doesn't take that into account. Which yeah. I agree with. I don't. I mean, it's. A, I mean, when you when when if, in paraphrasing, when 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 he words it like that, you kind. It's kind of hard to disagree with that. Yeah. And I mean, Megan's a Sharks fan, um. So I watch a lot of Sharks games with her, mm-hmm. and you do see Burns get burned. Do you? Burns I don't gets watch burnt a lot every of... once in a while. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, but you know, I don't know. He does do a lot of things right. He yeah. he breaks out the puck. Arguably the same as Carlson does. Yeah. Um. And he's and he's huge. He doesn't say he's a big dude. Um, he plays corners just as well as Dowdy does, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. But Dowdy is really good at, at making himself between the the skater and the net. And mm-hmm. uh, I he I don't want to say he blocks more shots, but I know that's his style of yeah. being always down to block shots, get in the way of passes. Yeah. Being he, I mean a penalty kill one guy. You know yeah. What I'm he, he's he is arguably the best in the league at that. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially at the rate of speed he can do it at. Yeah. Um. And recover. And and still break pucks back out of the zone for sure. And play a tough game too. Right? Exactly, and that's the thing that Hedman does all of that while being yeah like twice his size yeah. as it <laughs> yeah. looks. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, um, he's giant, massive. Um, so that, yeah, those those are the defensemen. Now, who is the best goalie? Scary Price. Why don't we even yeah. talk about it? <laughs> yeah. um, but do do we? Who's second again? What's the Rene? Rene. Who yeah. I would who personally, personally, I would put it first. You would put Rene first? I would. That's less he's on the list, right? He is at number three. number three. And he's, okay, so Carey Price is 29.9%. Rene 17.3%. Vasilevsky 17.1%. Mm. So he's right behind yeah. him. So, I mean, Vasilevsky still has a little bit more to prove. I mean, I agree, come this playoff, he's he's really going to show is he is the, he the guy? guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Which I think he can be. I think yeah. he is. But this whole team is, no I reason mean, to doubt they're it. In the, the whole team's in the position to prove, are they the team? Bigger home, so, dude. Yeah. Um, Flurry comes in right behind that. There's a little bit of a gap with 6.5, um, and then Bravosky, who I think is kind of under uh, underrated. Yeah. Um, a, as one of the best goalies in the league. I mean. Yeah. But know, talk about proving yourself in the playoffs. You know. Which he has not done. Not, and it's interesting when you think about it like that. Price is up there at 29.9. 
Flurry's at six point five. Flurry's got some cups. Yep. But again, I think is there. And the he same went to the kind Western of, Conference final. Is there the same kind of uh, Connor McDavid effect where it's such a talent on a, such a middling team? I I don't think y- yes, but at the same time, McDavid's been in the league for like four years. That's I would not. And Carey Price has yeah. been in the league for twelve mm-hmm. or whatever. So I mean, you know, I think that's the difference. Is it's like you. I think if anything is more like the Carey Price effect, where it's yeah, just, you, uh, yeah, yeah, you've been yeah, the yeah. best for so long, yeah. you just keep saying he's it's, the best. Yeah, it's like once that you can never, as a player, you can never not say that. But he's again, the best. this is from the player's perspective. Yeah. So you know they see things that none of us can mm-hmm. ever see. Um, well, it's just if you if you play two seasons and you can't you put up one goal on Carey Price, I'm sure you're like just tired. You're like, hey, fine, you're the best, whatever. Yeah. I'm fucking over it. Well, dude. exactly. You like, know. Um, so. And it makes like sense. That. To be honest, and maybe there's bias, I'm a little surprised that Holtby's not on this list. But I'm then again, it just shows how deep that I'm top five is. Gibson's be. not on this list. Yeah, but see, talk about middling team, though, man. Middling team, underappreciated player. Dude, he was the only reason. There, uh, for the first half of the season, the the Ducks were in the, were even in playoff and conversations he, and in the race at all. And he's American. He's American, Which is and then plus. and then he comes back. Not even he's not even doing bad. He just comes back to earth, mm-hmm. and the, it falls apart. Yeah, I don't think he's a. So, I think he's one of the best goalies, and he's young. easily top ten. Easily top ten, um, not for sure. Now this is a good one. Best shot. Mm. Who's number one? Who do you think? Was it? Uh, I was gonna. I was trying to. Think Jared McCann. Yeah. <laughs> OV man, yeah. come on. Did I, did he get best shot? I guess yeah. yeah. Of course. I guess he'd have to, huh? Okay. Well, who? Okay. Then I who? mean, not like. Who? That. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Yeah, fuck out of here. I don't know, dude. Roman Yossi, dude. He's got a good shot. No, you're you're nuts if you think. But this is what's interesting. So Ovechkin, fifty percent of the league mm-hmm. said. I mean, fit half the league or half the people who voted. Four hundred eighty-six for this one. Four hundred six. Four hundred eighty-six players voted. Half of them said he was the best. 14% Shea Weber. Is that for second? Yeah. I mean, again, you know. Now, okay, let's break I this s- down. I say, let's I break say this again. down. I say again, we had a brief conversation before we started recording. Best but. shot. Now, we know we know Shea Weber's arguably and probably without, besides Chara, maybe more so, have the hardest shot. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not, not going to ever argue that. But the best I think when you break down, you know, now, a hold shot. On. Before, before, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but before you go, but think about this before you go further. Behind him, 12.6, Patrick Line at 8%, Austin Matthews, and then at 1.9, Steven Stamkos. So what you're telling me is that 13, 12, actually closer to 12% of, the, of those players thought Shea Weber has a better shot, a better shot than Steven Stamkos? When I think when you break down the shot, you know, you have your, I mean, I'm sure what if you, you can get deep with it, but it's, it's how accurate it is and then how hard it is. Sure. With him having an undeniably just, and I'm sure it's very accurate. I don't have his point totals in front of Maybe me. Maybe even to, to say, bringing in a third, how quick it's released. Yeah, it, it doesn't, his windup isn't, it's not huge. It, he doesn't need much time at the point. He's always Weber, been a yeah, yeah. power play one guy. And just, I mean, I, on the one tee, he's got that thing. And, Even in the picture here, dude, he's at 12 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and it's, I think, because, and again, he's not, whereas Ovechkin, he's shooting, he's in his spot, he's shooting for that corner. Right. He shoot where I think a lot of 
where Weber shots are going or through traffic for a tip for just something like that where he he doesn't get to showcase, you know, corner picking ability as often right, as those right. other guys. I want to see real so quick. So I, I don't think him coming in second and, again, the Carey Price effect where his shot's always been such a lauded thing where it's, you know, I a mean, lot of the guys in the have... league now grew up grew up watching Shea Weber in his prime tee up those shots. He's, he's, those got, thir- he's got 13 goals this year. Nothing to scoff uh, at. And yeah, he's 33 years old, dude. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, good on him playing defenseman. Um, still and logging? He's got, what's, he's got a, what's his minutes per game? Are you still logging a I'll have that up right decent now. workload? Oh, dude, he's got to be at at least 14 minutes minimum. Oh, dude, uh, I imagine it's probably 18. He's playing for Montreal still. <laughs> 18, 20-something. 20 23. 23. So, yeah. I mean, he's top pairing unit. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. What a workhorse. Workhorse. But, again, like, I think second overall for the shot. And his percentage is, his shooting percentage is 8.7. So, yeah, I think I think it's justified. I think it's kind of crazy that Liney. I think that's the big. I think that's the bigger thing because how, how that many, he's up there. Yeah, how many? Well, he's just cold. I but again, coming I'm, from that player's perspective, I think it's like when players have seen him rip it. I think they're like, "Yo, it's, like, what it's the next level." Fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a weird, what a weird player. Liney. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we're not gonna talk about it now, but we will eventually have like a very deep, longer conversation about him, and especially if he continues to be as cold as he is. Especially. Yeah. If he's cold in the playoffs, cold in the playoffs, and he does his contributions elsewhere on the ice. Isn't he up for? Uh, isn't he an RFA too this summer? You know, or I'm, is he having one more year? I am not sure. We could look it up, but yeah, we're not going to. We'll let that one slide. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. A, that'll I, be something I, we can talk about later. I, I just sure. think I just think it's interesting that Shea Weber's so high up there compared to a few other guys in the league for best. Mm. Now hardest, it's not even it's not yeah. much of a debate, but best, I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> Let me see if that was all the skills. Um yeah, that was that was all so that was the skills, okay? Now, this is where this is some good talking points. Uh who's the most underrated player? Most underrated. We talked about him a little bit ago. Is it Barkov? It is. Um at twenty one percent. I love this one at eleven, Backstrom. Nicholas. Yeah. Which I I mean personally I, I would agree with and and I get, I guess, yeah, under, yeah, I, I can. He does not get the recognition or talked about in oh, those he, he, center circles where I think he should be. As a Caps fan, so good in the faceoff mm-hmm. circle, mm-hmm. so good. Obviously, a notable passer. Yeah. Um. But defensively, I mean, defensively, he's, he's sick. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. He, he, he has a great stick. Um, he's really good at coming up behind players. He's responsible and reaching around yeah. and getting that clean poke and, and he's then a, stripping he's a it right away. He's guy. Like he's, he's rangy. Not, yeah, he's he, rangy. He's just. He's perfect build yeah. for a two-way center, um, and awesome at what he does. Yeah, and we're gonna skip Braden Point because I do but not think he's underrated. I, th- I don't think that Barkov's underrated anymore. Not, not just, anymore. But yeah. I think this is the last year. This is got like the, the, I think it's the last year people can say that. In my opinion, because it's also the same year you get in the same the same season where he gets called out as underrated. Yeah. Like, re- nationally recognized yeah. as an underrated, which is weird to say it that yeah, way, but, it's like... A, it's kind of an oxymoron. A lot of people <laughs> who really pay attention to the league have always said he's one of the best yeah. underrated players. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now it's, like, really getting attention, especially with how, ma- how much how much talks there are about uh, 
Bobrovsky and uh, Panarin potentially going to Florida. Yeah. You start to look at that cap situation. And, and the owner has come out and the GM have come out and said that we're committed to being a cap team and all that. They're ready to go. Right. Balls in. So yeah. this is um, the last year for Barkov being underrated. So back to the underrated players. We're going to skip Braden Point because he's not underrated in my opinion. I don't think he is. Not underrated. You don't think so? No, people talk about Braden Point all the time. Because it's like anytime they talk about the Lightning. But you follow, I feel like you follow, you really, you follow hockey circles too. Well, I, yeah, but my point is, is that like, it, you can't, because he hasn't really been talking about much. He just exploded. Yeah. This year. How, he's young. How old is he? Uh, like 21. Yeah. He's really young. I played a little bit, I think he played a little bit in the AHL, get called up a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, pr- like almost in the same respect that Druin was. Um, and that's, I think back then when it was Sergachev and Druin getting, getting traded, Point was one of the, one of the options. Probably good they didn't do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, given both of their production. But um, no, since he's just exploded, any analysts on TV or whatever the case is will talk about him. And then, like, without talk, they can't talk about them without saying, and that that point, people don't talk about point. But, like, you are talking about him. Yeah. And he's just like, we haven't so missed him before. Uh, he hit that Barkov plane just way quicker. Yeah, he just yeah. did it exponentially time, fast. Yeah. He just it'll, exploded. it'll help when you're on the. Went on a historically great team. Yeah. So my opinion, as a non-NHL PA member, <laughs> not underrated. <laughs> now, there's two capitals on this list. Mm. This top five. I mean, uh, Kuzi. Kuznetsov. Yeah. I wouldn't really say underrated. I think you could put other players above him, yeah. but he's underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. I think he's I'll underrated from a skill set. For sure. Um, but I, I, but obviously, things. the players know that. Right. So. Yeah, you know, the guys who have to try to take that fucking puck from him. Right. So nifty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number five, Miko Rantanen. Tied with Kuznetsov, 4.4. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that makes sense. Doesn't surprise me. Um, but he's been in the league for a little bit. Yeah. And Once then, you get down to that level, Andy, there's a bunch of interchangeable guys. Yeah, there's that, a lot of underrated yeah. players. Now, I like this one a lot because it, it brings up a lot of questions. Who's the most difficult player to play against? The most difficult player to play. How about against. this? I'll ask you again. Who's the best forward? <laughs> McCann. <laughs> <laughs> he's dominating yeah, this. He's just, the players know, dude. Um, Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. The most difficult. Now that's got to be. Now we know he he can he can be good with the stick mm-hmm. on the defensive side, but he's not like no one's he's like out here praising him as a yeah. defensive forward or like dominating faceoff yeah. circles or anything like that. So. A lot of that's got to be answered from defensemen. I mean, it would have to. I mean, that, those are the guys that really like that have one be really have go one on one against. Right, them. would have to say yeah. he's difficult to play against, unless you know mm-hmm. you're talking about centers too, who have yeah. to pick that pick him up, um, which they would. But so you it's know, three out of five guys in the ice just losing them yeah. all the time. Yeah. The kids can't <laughs> yeah, keep like, up with them. Fucker, dude. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. Um, and then obviously Crosby's going to yeah. be a part of that conversation. And on, he, but on both he's sides, gonna, yeah, I was gonna say he's annoying everybody on the ice. Coaches, refs, <laughs> yeah, fans, absolutely pissing yeah. everyone off by being, by just uh, being amazing so as good. he is. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> now speaking of Bergeron is the third, mm-hmm. which that yeah, now he should probably be. Did, this is the first year he's ever hit seventy-five points. Oh really? Yeah. See, Isn't that crazy? Is, well, that and he doesn't have to really yeah. be that productive for you to say he's not yeah. one of the best, most elite forwards. Well, and I, I saw a tweet because he's I think so it, defensively dominant. I saw a tweet from uh, I think it's the. Athletic Carolina reporter. She's from Boston, and uh, she says she's like, "That's you could have asked any eighty percent of hockey like hockey fans. 
if you went to him and said, do you think Bergeron's had an 80-point season? He'd be like, yeah. What he's like, yeah, he's probably had like a couple. He's had to have yeah. been top five a few years. Yeah, it's, but it's not. It's no. his first time, yep. which I, I was surprised I saw that. But, yeah, I mean, def- everyone knows him for his defense. And then the last two are Nathan McKinnon and, and Kopitar, respectively. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I think Kopitar could be up higher. Yeah. Um, again, similar to Bergeron, Selkie uh, contender at mm-hmm. the end of every season. Great two-way forward. So good. So good. So good, and a big dude. He's like basically, he reminds me a lot of Malkin. Him and yeah. Malkin are very similar, yeah. similar players. The old Russian. Well, uh, Kopitar is from um, Slovenia. Oh. Uh, He's either from Slovakia or Slovenia. Whichever one Char is not from, (laughs) he's he's from the other one. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Now, I love this. This, These continue to be... uh, Some of these players are are all over these top fives. Which player would you select to start a franchise with? Jared fucking McCann, McCann, dude. dude. Get him on my team. (laughs) I want him now, dude. (laughs) More than half of the people said Connor McDavid, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean... It's a mm -hmm. no-brainer. he makes everyone around him exponentially better. Now, this is interesting. Now, well, this isn't as interesting as, as the number four, but Crosby. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's not he's not yeah. young I get, anymore. And then Start a franchise? Question, that's just not business smart. Well, yeah, <laughs> the question doesn't really specify whether it meant, like, current day or from True. the beginning of careers. So True. there it gets, you know. But, yeah, if we're going current day. You think, too, a lot of these guys are asking him, like, and they just, like, that just the question is, like, which player is the best, or which would you want to start with, or who would you want to play with? They're like, ah, oh, McDavid, <laughs> McDavid, yeah. McDavid. McDavid. And then, then they start McDavid answering Crosby. They start answering players for the wrong, yeah. the wrong question. <laughs> just, Who's just the best tra- trash talker? Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> the Put best. his name down. Um, and then, and then Austin Matthews. People said, people also said Patrice Bergeron, which is. I mean, we just talked about he's elite. Yeah, I, I want to start a franchise with him. He's a leader too. I mean, he's That's a true. he's a big voice in the locker room. Yeah, he would wear the C if it wasn't for uh, that giant. Yeah, that if he didn't have to physically it. take it off a of charge. The C chest. on his jersey's got to be like as big as my head. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Just for scale, right? It's got. It's gotta. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could probably make three sets of clothes out of his jersey. Number five was uh, Nathan McKinnon, also. So there you go. Mm, He's yeah. all over these top fives. Yeah. Uh, I like. I love this one too. This is this is all, this is so good. Who's the game's best trash talker? Marshan. Yeah. That little piece of shit. I hate, <laughs> I hate the Bruins. Not a fan of the. Yeah. Love love Patrice Bergeron. Love Char. And now used to hate him. I like Charlie McAvoy too. Yeah. He's yeah. just he's just he came into the league. You I have know, no playing opinion. defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, he's he's great. Impressive. Um, I respect him as a player. You know, I like his game. I don't have an really opinion, dude. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Ruined, <laughs> Fuck the Bruins. You just don't want to like him. I feel that. I feel that. Fuck unless, unless I like you, there's no opinion. Here for the smoke, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he talks a lot of shit. Drew Doughty talks a lot of shit. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, he's yeah. saying, fuck, I'm the best defenseman, guy, damn it. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Um, Ryan Reeves is in there, which, why wouldn't you if you yeah. could beat everyone's ass? Yeah, I think that's just his trash talk. He's like, we can fight, though. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, well, now I'm good, dude. Yeah. He's like, that's what I fucking thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Claude Giroux, which he does, he talks a lot oh, of shit. Oh, yeah, dude. If you I'm, ever watch, like, the highlights yeah. of people talking shit, he's always in there doing All the best. One of my favorites, dude, is when Phil is still on the Leafs, Kessel, yeah. and he's like, he's like, Phil, you have a Coke today? <laughs> Phil, you have a, you have a Pepsi today? 
Like, what are you talking yeah. about? He just called him Dude, fat. I love it. I love so it. So good. And then he, uh, and then Steve Ott takes a face off against him. I think Ott was still playing for Dallas. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're taking this one? And he's like, he's like, yeah. And he's, and then Ott just snaps. He's like, you can look on NHL.com. I'm like, number two in the league for face offs. He's like, I, I didn't say you were bad. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he's like, all right, well, I'm probably going to win the face-off right there. And then he loses. And he loses. He wins yeah. the face-off. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love that. I love that clip. And then low-key, uh, someone who I wasn't aware of was a big trash talker, Nick Cousins. Yeah. On the Coyotes, which, good for him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I love that. something. <laughs> um, not that I'm one to really back up much of fucking anything I do <laughs> or say, but, man, uh, when I played lacrosse in high school, I don't know if it was because that was how the coaches directed us, but I never talked... More and I played some hockey, you know. Yeah. Sh- shit does get talked. Mm-hmm. I never talked more shit when I played high school lacrosse. Really? Than any other sport I ever played. I don't know I what I played it was. one year high school lacrosse. How's that? Never talked. Oh, I mean, we were bad. Oh, so were we. We yeah. were terrible. Well, same program. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> things don't change. A couple years apart. Yeah. I was um, really bad, though. So, I mean, I wasn't that great either. It was a fun, it was a good off season sport. Yeah. Um, running. Just running. Which I, I faked a concussion to get out of it, though. Nice. I was done with it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I would, and then oh, my yeah. parents let me go play like there. I just were like, no, I'm not going to practice. I'm going to play basketball with my friends. I have a concussion. And they were just like, all right. So there's that. Shouts out Jacob's parents. <laughs> um, and then this is also great. Uh, we talked about this offline. Who's the worst trash talker? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I guess he just is never shutting up, and so he like sometimes he hits. Shit, yeah, throws so, shit at the wall. See what sticks. Doesn't dude. hit, dude. Um, which and you I gotta respect. respect. That, yeah. yeah, you gotta respect that, man. That's, That's what all. I would that do. almost adds to how good you are because it's like mm. no matter what, you you know he's saying something. He's in your ear. Yeah. Um, and then Roussel, which I would expect him to be somewhere in that realm of talking shit. Uh, he'll back it up though. He'll yeah. fight. Definitely. Um, and this he, is worse trash talkers? This is worse, yeah. So, so he's like, probably like Ryan Reeves with less slick. Like he tries to come up with something right. like, uh, quick, something quick. And he's like, uh, hey, uh, oh, you want to uh, fight though? And they're like, dude, I mean. I'll uh, punch your stupid face. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what? Yeah. Punch, your, punch your stupid looking face. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's probably, I don't know. Rousseau, probably exactly Rousseau what he sounds like, like super though. French though. Yeah, I think yeah. he's from France. <laughs> oh, so they probably just don't take it seriously. No, what I'm saying is though, like, so I, my impression was, Way off. Yeah. Like, way yeah. off. Not even, not even close. Yeah. Um, P.K. Subban's next. Yeah, that makes sense. What a corny guy. He's, so corny. He's pretty corny. Great personality. Corny dude. Though. Yeah. Well, that's um, why he's such a great personality, because he didn't care to be just a cornball right. all over that TV. That's true. Um, cousins? Like, <laughs> cousins is next. So... So he's also got that Marshan thing going on. Is he the next Brad Marshan? Is that the hot take of the day? I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, I know nothing about his game. To be honest, yeah. Um, I'm very... I'm unfamiliar with the Coyotes. I feel like he got traded to them from from Chicago. Maybe Maybe. I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know, but then apparently Brandon Lemieux is also a guy who doesn't do do that great at talking shit, Mm. but he talks a lot of it, I suppose. I guess that would have to be a qualifier, right? Like, yeah. you can't be the worst if or you also maybe don't talk just, a lot. Maybe you just had like three of the worst. <laughs> worst and it just shirts. spreads around. Yeah, like, dude, this dude, one you guy. You heard what Lemieux said to me? <laughs> he said this, dude. What an idiot. <laughs> I, yeah. And it I spread suppose. around the entire league. Um, okay, this, is, this one's pretty good. Who would make the best TV analyst once they retire? P.K. Subban? I disagree with that. I think he could do anything. Mm-hmm. He could do anything. I don't think he would make a great analyst because analysts are not serious per se. They're just 
they're just straightforward. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. And I guess when and I was just kind of thinking when I saw the poll that my first thought was kind of like television in general. So maybe, uh, maybe that's kind of what the players were thinking. Right. Is just kind of like television. I suppose. More suppose than an analyst specifically. And even, I mean, he's just, he's the biggest per. he makes the most sense. He's the biggest personality in hockey right now, mm. outside of the entire Hur- Hurricanes organization. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is Keith Yandel. Um, Which I guess. I guess. I mean, have you ever, like, He's listened- got a good name for television. Have you ever listened to him, like, go on or talk? No. Watch his, uh, watch his Chicklets interview. Uh, he's got a very good. He's got a very good TV voice. Mm. I think that's what it is. He's got a very good narration voice. I think that there's got to be something to that for sure. Yeah. Um, he's hilarious. Mm. I, I think it's his brother who's on there with him. Very funny. Uh, Ryan Reeves was next on the list, which I guess I don't know. Uh, I I, guess I think it's because he's just a, funny. Yeah, person. Yeah, he's just a, from a personality standpoint. If you if you watch any of the videos he does with uh, Cabby or anything like that, yeah. he's, he's pretty funny in those. And then Hainsey, your boy. Ron Hainsey, dude. Hurricanes legend, because he's just he's just like a sensei yeah. of the game. Yeah, he knows how but to break a, it down. He knows how That's to why break he's it got down. the best plus minus. He's also league. I don't know if you ever uh, really watched his interviews when he was here, but he's he's really good at yeah, yeah, yeah. keeping the conversation going. I don't you there was the one he's game, so well spoken the one game last year where the ice for the her at the Hurricane PNC Center uh, melted. I don't remember what hmm. exactly happened, but the machine broke. We were playing Detroit. And so we had like there was like seven fifteen hit. Obviously the game couldn't be played. They were seeing if they could fix it. And for like thirty minutes, it was just uh, it was Forsland and Hainsey and Trip. Just basically had they brought Hainsey out of the locker room. We're like we're just, we're gonna interview you. And he just it was he's just he's good. Like I agree with it. I, he was he was real good. Like Forsland almost. Nice. It's like he's good with the quick, but he just keeps it keeps it on track too. So. Well, maybe he'll do it. I'd love it. For sure. Um, and then Alex Stalock, which I believe he's the backup goalie for mm. the Wild. Um, Don't know Which I guess he's just got... His... Yeah, I'm not too too familiar with his personality. Maybe he just... Mm. He's got it. He's maybe got he got it, like kid. Maybe he got like mic'd up for a game and had a bunch of funny yeah. quotes. I don't know. I do not know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's nothing I can argue there. <laughs> so, here we go. Who would make the best GM once they retire? This one's really good. Mm. Are you? Should I guess? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, There's one that you don't know hockey. If you're not, I guess. I guess. Tell me who do you think should be on this list? And I don't think you know a lot about hockey if you don't guess this. Oh well, I feel like you just put you're on right on the hottest. You put way more stakes on this, dude. I'm. Uh, I mean Crosby. I don't know. He's number one. Mm, so well. that's that's a solid guess. Uh, I, I would say him too, but actually, no, Mark Scheifele, he's number four. Uh, that dude is like the biggest hockey nerd. Really? The biggest. Um, obsessive. Um, so just based on that, I think I think he would be a really good GM. I think he would want to do it more than anyone, you know, just like where, such how, a nerd. Like, not, not, I'm not saying you're wrong, but like how, where's the the hockey nerd? Is that like, is that a story that surrounds him? Yeah. Asshole! Uh, what are uh, you dude, fucking? You want me to cite my source? No, no I'm like, just asking if there's if they had like some sort of vi- like some behind the scenes. What they video did was they him. did a fucking IQ test. Oh, okay. As okay. well as well as a comprehensive uh, analytics quiz 
and he got the best score okay. of all okay. the players yeah. who That's showed what up. I figured. That's what Fuck I figured. You. I'm not attacking your ideas here. <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> no, like he's 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 talked about it. Um, I there's there's his teammates have talked about how obsessed he is when they go over to his place. He's always watching games and talking mm. about like this highlight, that mm. highlight. He's just like he's the biggest fan playing in the league. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not, it's not that. That's yeah. not that typical when you know they're the they're the superstars. Yeah. And, you know we're the ones usually in awe. He's always in awe. Of everything going on in the league. That's um, dope. Yeah, it's no, it's awesome. It's it's really cool. Uh, Orpic's also on that list, similar to Hainsey. Just a yep. He's been around. Um, God, there's a lot of these. Yeah, there's a there's a shit ton of these. We're gonna we're gonna move on from the rest of them. Um, but there's a lot of other good ones yeah. too, like uh, funniest and best dressed and yeah. things like that. And it's worth checking out. It's a fun little best atmosphere arena. Fun little look into all the locker rooms. So how about those hurricanes? Yep. Uh, the from the last time we recorded, what was that? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was the next game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cody was at that game. That's right. That's it was last right. Tuesday. We won that in a shootout. Uh, next after that, Lightning lost that. Uh, it sucked. Sucked to see. Sucked to experience. But you know, you went to that one, it's didn't you? The, it's the Lightning. Yep, I was yeah. there. And uh, yeah, you know, it was it was a hard fought game. I think it's closer than that. Was six to three score. Really would suggest it by just looking at it. Well, they scored all those. Mm-hmm. Uh, this it was tied going into the third, wasn't it? Or yeah. close to it. Mm-hmm. So it I was. mean, it is what it is against the Lightning. Yeah. Man, they're the best team in the league. And then you know, Saturday though came back, beat beat the Minnesota Wild handedly. Put a they, smackdown. They tried to fight us after the game was over. Love that. Gotta love that we're pissing people off like that. They should have stayed out there, waited for the surge. Mm-hmm. We give yeah. the fans a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see the YouTube clip yeah. the next day. Yeah. Hurricane surge over the, over the wild by the lightning. <laughs> yeah, beat their asses. Yeah. It was just Furlan and Martin versus everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. And then, was just like, what's this? <laughs> and then uh, Sunday, Montreal hard which, fought, hard fought. I didn't get to watch that whole game, but I did see the overtime and. The kid, man, the kid, dude. so good. But talk. I saw a big hit he had too in that oh, game. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. lighting him up, man. He's he's gonna be something like, else. He and he and Kachuk are the only two rookies with uh, twenty goals and a hundred plus hits. Yeah, so that's amazing. Again, you know, good he, for us. He's affecting he's affecting the game in multiple ways. Yep. He's playing mm-hmm. solid defense, earning mm-hmm. his top six minutes. Talk about him forever. Those but were points we needed really it was, bad. It was um, that. That kind of forced Columbus and Montreal kind of got to for- focus on each other now. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a it's a slight double edged sword that we had to give the Canadians a point, but yep. giving them a point also keeps Columbus away from them. Yeah, keeps them away from us. It kind of mm-hmm. just keeps everything where it needs to be. Yeah, uh, as far as you know, not falling out of the race. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and we got we got points against teams that we needed to beat. Yep. Uh, and kept us in the race for exactly for. Almost, you know, first in the Metro. Mm-hmm. Now, tonight and Thursday. Home and home. Yep. Um, I'm going to game Thursday. Let's go. That'll be sick. Yeah. It'll so, be a high-energy game, I'm sure. I'm really excited for Bunch that. Bunch of Caps fans there, I am sure. Myself included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, par- I plan on dressing myself up in half Canes gear, half Capitals gear. Okay. And just, like, stitch okay. merchandise that's, from each team together. That's worth it. It's worth the time. Yep. Now... Uh, <laughs> no, it'll be good. I actually like wearing all the Cavs stuff there, not because like I like to fuck with the Hurricanes fans. It's just like you, you feel like a like I feel like a surrogate. Like you feel like you feel like you're like 
seeing it through the eyes of someone else because oh. people look at you different. Yeah. How you know they I mean? how they would treat someone. I see. I right. Get how I they treat it in a way fan. It's I like, see it. It's really interesting. Mm. Um, nah, it's not that interesting. But I, I like I like wearing the cap shit. I feel it. But I don't know, man. I mean, is it is it is it getting to that point where I feel I I feel like I'm going to start having those mental struggles of do I start pulling more for the Canes again? As is that make me a bandwagoner? As as a Canes fan through all the worst years. Yeah, man, we're just not gonna let you back on the back back on the squad. We're gonna have to tell you stick with your Stanley Cup winning Capitals. And I will. <laughs> we're just gonna keep talking about us. I was just saying. I was just saying. I was just saying how kind hearted and and you know warm welcoming you would be. Mm, Cold blooded. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, well, we tested those waters. <laughs> this is gonna be an awkward relationship moving forward. Set uh, the precedent down early. Yeah. I don't know how Cody feels. <laughs> oh, you see, Cody's a diehard dude. He wants no part of me as a Hurricanes he wants fan. No, he he wants twelve thousand people there, no matter if we're at he the hates cup. The, he yeah. hates that I live this close to him in the arena. Yeah. He wants me excommunicated yeah. from all he, the. He would rather be between you and the PNC. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, exactly. Strategically, wherever yeah. I move, he's gonna move so mm-hmm. that radially he's between me mm-hmm. and the arena and the team. I, you know, as a fan that's not as serious, I can appreciate that. <laughs> Someone's got to stand guard, you know? Come on, guys. <laughs> it's like that Eric Andre meme. Let me yeah. in! Let me in! <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, those, so those two games are huge. What, how do you think, uh, what's your prediction for them? Oh, I think we'll one and one. Then you go one and one? And I would say, like, you know, win there, lose at home, or win at home and lose at their home. Just some combination of one and one. Yeah, I think one and one, maybe an OT game in there. Yeah. Um, but the the interesting prospect in all of it is, you know, take these two games, and it puts us. I don't know where that would put us at exactly. I believe right now they are up five points. We have a game in hand and a home and home. So that's a huge point swing. Yeah. That. Yeah. Exactly. We would. Uh. We would tie. We would yeah. be tied in points. Mm-hmm. We would move past the Islanders. Um, and with that game in hand, I think that would effectively put us in first place. Is that correct or no? Um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure how they how they would do the rankings. What but those tiebreakers are? Yeah. Um, well, let's look at the win losses. We would be tied in wins, um, but we do have more more losses. Mm. I think that's what it goes to. Uh, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah. Point is, we'd be tied for that's first crazy. place in the Metro. But it's also just as interesting that. Um, that the, the the Canadians are only three points behind us. I was gonna say we were the our last game before this one. The conversation right. was, are we are they is another team going to move up into the wild card? And now next game it's or next two games it's like oh the Hurricanes could be first in the division. And they got they got a game against uh, the Panthers, the Canadians. They have a game against the Panthers tonight, which you know they can win. Yeah. Um. Then they have a game uh, Thursday against the Blue Jackets, who have been struggling. Um, yep. so, you know, let's, let's just say we lose those two games and then they win those two games. Well, then they're ahead of us by one point. Yep. So, you know, but with all that said, not to focus on the negative, but the swing is in the next two games, we could be in the second wild card spot or the next two games we could be tied for first in the Metro. Yep. <laughs> That's it's, fucking yeah, crazy. It's insane. Um, which I get, again, just shows, goes to show how tight it is coming yeah. down the stretch. And with that said, there's only one, two. Which There's I, only six I would, games left, yeah, dude. I, I prefer that to... That's exciting. Yeah, something yeah, to watch. It's not just, you know... I'll take it any day. Yeah, I'll just I'll take the playoffs, whoever the Hurricanes can get the playoffs. That's all I'm looking for. For sure. 
And speaking of the Canes and speaking of the playoffs and speaking of the storm surge, which we always are because because mm-hmm. people will never stop fucking bringing it up. Nope. We're, I mean, at this point, I am excited to stop talking about it because, mm-hmm. like, fuck. Yeah. yeah it's just the, anyone that's mad, you just got to let them be mad. It's not everyone loves it. It's exactly. in all the media talk. It's part of the team's identity yeah. now. Fuck your feelings yeah. if you dislike it. Um, but but you brought up a point uh, that's I think great to discuss is you know how are they going to implement the surge in the playoffs? I don't know. I would I would assume the way because the way they've they're they're the way they've talked about it has been if you don't want us to do it, come in here and beat us. You know you don't. It's not guaranteed that you're going to win the playoff series. If they have the chance in front of the hometown crowd for the first time in the playoffs in 10 years. I think that I think they're going to do it, but you know, there are there some guys saying like, "Nah, we can't celebrate too early." You know, I don't know. Well, what do you think? I, I there's options, right? Like, do they do it at the end of the series when they win the series? Do they do that after each home win? I think if you break it down, it makes sense they would have to do it probably after each home win because there's only so many home games. Yeah. And, you and there's no the guarantee that, you know, you win the series at home. Right. Like, you know, so. common knowledge, you are only guaranteed two games at home in the playoffs. You mm-hmm. could, you know, you could get swept. Um, so no storm surges, potentially. Wow. Maybe. Be heartbreaking. Sad, sad thought. Yeah, I desperately want to see a the last storm, storm surge. When will be the last storm surge of this season? What will it be? It's a sad thought. I know. They should. They should just like do them mm-hmm. in the off season. <laughs> Forget their summer plans yeah. and any family. They just get going. together and put out continue storm surges. storm surges. I dude, I mean, I'll follow that. Do them like account. like flash mobs. Yeah, oh, I, I like you that know, around like they Raleigh. High incognito. Yeah. In a social setting. They wouldn't even really have to be dressed up. That oh, no one recognizes yeah. these guys. Are you kidding me? That maybe Justin Falk gets I'll recognized. I'll just about to say Falk because yeah. of his very weird-shaped face. He's very distinct. Very distinct. Like, it's not It's not necessarily a, like a... It's not a bad... It's not bad, but he, it's He kind of looks distinct. like... He kind of looks like Lord Farquaad <laughs> from Shrek. He, he kinda, you got, I, I, see, I see what you're getting Just in there. the head. Like, yeah, his head doesn't yeah. match his body. Yeah. And his head even looks like it should be on a... Like, he's not a small dude, but his head looks like it should be on a bigger, bigger body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a <laughs> massive head. Matt, you got a dome on him. And his eyebrows are shaped like rainbows. You know what <laughs> I mean? He's got bad teeth. We're really just kind of shitting on Falk right now. Ah. But he'd get recognized. But he'd get recognized. I think you'd recognize Jordan Stahl. I think you would recognize A. Stahl. Stall, the Stall family so, has this. Dude. You don't think so? I don't think so. Man, maybe it's just me. Like I would recognize Jordan if I saw him. Oh, for sure. I mean, but we're I think I a mean, hockey fan. To be honest, I wouldn't recognize half the players. I, I know when I see their faces, I know that's so and so or that's so and so. Like when I'm looking at them it with some team shit yeah, in the background, yeah, you know in what I'm context. saying? It could be in their like their track suit shit. Yeah. I'd still recognize you know, I have to have the number I'd of the jersey. Aho. Do what? I'd recognize Aho. Well, exactly. Aho's a guy I'd recognize. Mm-hmm. No Tabo. I'd recognize the, no Justin problem. Williams. You would not miss Justin yeah. Williams. Cody saw him at the airport. Yeah. Did in not a different miss him. state. Yeah, <laughs> in a different state. Didn't miss him at all. Yeah, it didn't. didn't. Um, which is an awesome story. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he's told it. We'll get him to tell no, us something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool story. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Storm surge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never I, let I was, it die. Never let it die, dude. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they should flash mob it. 
<laughs> That's where we were going. Yeah, at. I lost track of where we were going we were with talking that. About? Talking about <laughs> who we'd recognize. Jesus. Yeah, that's what can, that's what can happen when yeah. Cody's not here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He needs you back, <laughs> yeah, you Cody. gotta keep us on track. Fuck. Um, living life. Just living life while we're stuck in here. Talking. Talking sauce. <laughs> Pontificating. <dude>. Pontificating <laughs> sauce. Dude. Yeah. Um. Jacob, tell me about the gold plan. Is the that gold. like a Visa? <laughs> it's a, it's, the it's an American yeah, Express yeah, thing. Yeah. So you might have seen Shane Doan come out recently endorsing a change to the the system that awards the first overall draft pick. Yeah, and doing away with the lottery. Doing away with the lottery and uh, opting for what is commonly referenced as the gold plan, which essentially turns every non-playoff team, turn the last you know whenever they've been eliminated, like essentially last ten games. Of the of the season, everyone who's not a playoff team competes to compile the highest number of points. Whoever is the best gets the first overall draft pick. And the idea, I suppose, is to get rid of the tank. Putting on, you know, the NHL doesn't Which, want to ever ice a bad product, and that's the idea behind it. And I mean, maybe I don't pay too close attention because I mean, especially as you know, who watches the shitty teams unless mm-hmm. like that's your team, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but with, since the since the introduction of the lottery, which teams are really tanking? Like, has there been evidence of teams not really intentionally and tanking? I, yeah, but I, you know, would you call it tanking when the Ottawa Senators trade away their entire top line of players? I, I like not really, just because of the way it it looks. It's I. With the context, I just I feel like the way the game works, tanking is tougher in hockey than say like basketball, where you can you just oh I'm gonna take my three superstars, they're gonna play not that many minutes. It's obvious, you know what I'm saying? Very I guess obvious. That would be I I can't think of anything where that has happened where you know Edmonton's only playing Connor McDavid 12 minutes a night. Well, and not to really. Uh, derail it too much, but that's something that you hear people talking about with as there's more introduction of these superstar level players, you may start to see this, especially getting closer to this yeah. time of year, that... that a coddling, a protection well, of I'll, them? I wouldn't say coddling so much as they might begin with, like, you know, having less mandatory practices. Yeah. Which is already, like... Yeah, it's already kind of a that's, thing. Well, no, I wouldn't say kind of a thing. I I think that's kind of... You know, practice is practice in the NHL. They have optional skates. Yeah. Teams have that, but I think those are like the day after practice. Like practice is practice. Yeah. Um, but even getting down towards the end of the year, a lot of isn't it it's pretty common for teams to play almost every other day, every two days, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, well they're not having practice. I'm yeah. just saying I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Um I think yeah, and I think that, you know, you, you see it in a lot I think more so they'll lean towards a practice that focuses on drills. In the sense, like, okay, we're going to practice. The, uh, here's our two or three breakout plays. We're going to run these. We're going to ingrain these in your head and keep practice to almost limit, you know, almost no contact. Right. You see that? That's like in uh, MMA guys. There's all there's a lot of guys who don't do any live sparring in their camps at all because it's you know once you get to a certain level, you're you know you're a fighter, you're a hockey player. You you know what's expected in certain areas of the ice where you got to protect yourself. You don't need to practice taking hits, you know what I'm saying? Right. You should practice the the fundamentals, the the things that, you know, the plays. I think that that 
that would make sense, especially with the level of athlete that the NHL is getting now, that that's what the practices and the teams start moving towards. Yeah, More so sure. than eliminate saying, don't show up. Because, you know, you got, there's a leadership aspect to that, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, just, I think the way that practice is conducted, and it, it probably already is, and we just, just don't know. It just made me have a thought of, like, the evolution of, like, youth hockey practice. Like, I, yeah. like when you can start hitting. Yeah. And uh, I remember being in, like, the 15, 18 leagues or whatever, and, and like, 30 minutes of practice just being, like, cornered hitting drills. Yeah. Or, like, or like one-on-one, mm-hmm. where you take the net and position it in the corner and do yeah. one-on-ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like the, the coach is like, all right, here's a dump, go get it. And yeah, it's just go like run you into and, each other. You and, you're, and you're a 15-year-old, and you're like, oh, dude, I'm about to run, my buddy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. what you, you got to. But, Concussions all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and part part of that, you know, and it, you know, we didn't grow up up north where pro- hockey's more prevalent. So part of that also might be, you right. know, there's a lot of football culture here. Sure. And where it's like, you know, you got to be tough, got to be tough, so... I'm sure that played into it. Like a focus it. on skills and yeah. improvement of skills. Yeah, just Absolutely. because, you know, who know? I, I couldn't tell you how qualified really any of my coaches were in hindsight. I had a couple guys who had Canadian accents. Oh, well. That's all I got. I didn't. You so. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> some, of them, some of them were also players' dads. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And some it's of those players were not very good. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? But um, they sure got the ice time. No, but when it comes to the uh, the competing for the first overall pick, I mean, I'm all for it. I, I th- I'm I down to some, change it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm cool with that. What's something that What's something that you would, if you could change something today, what what's about the way, lottery pick? Yeah, about the way it's. I mean, to be honest, hearing hearing that type of plan, it's kind of hard to 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 say. I would think of anything that would work, that would work better in terms of making it exciting, making it a, a, mm-hmm. a real unknown. Yeah. Because um, even when you have the teams, I mean, obviously the Hurricanes got pretty lucky with where they finished and getting mm-hmm. the the third overall pick. Second. So, excuse me, the second, but it's uh, but it's it's weighted so heavy in the teams that do finish last yeah. and, and in the bottom spots uh-huh. for them to get drawn as the, as the first, second, third overall. Um, the big problem so, with that that style where you know every game matters that kind of gets rid of the trade trade deadline. You know what I'm saying? Where if you're a if you're a so? bad if you're a bad team and you got these good players that um, you know. You're, if I, I trade them to a team that's competing for the playoffs, oh, they just missed it. Well, now I've just traded my best players to a team that I'm now competing for to get the, you know, the best, the next greatest guy. Sure. And then that also creates the problem of players, you decide not to trade them the trade deadline. Now, well, you, I might not even come back next year, and you're asking me to play at my top level going into a – potential free agency or I'm not even going to be here next year why well what's I, the incentive for them to want to keep th- that's what it is the incentive is this the incentive is that pick and it's it's but that's be the incentive for the organization but not necessarily you, but if you're not going to be there next year you don't care well part of I'll, I think you're misunderstanding or, or misunderestimating uh or just underestimating yeah. the, <laughs> yeah, misunder- the, <laughs> I was gonna let it slide yeah thank you uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> We need Cody here yeah. for the grammar, yeah. for to keep we're, us on. Yeah, we're falling on topic. off the rails without him. Without him, come Cody, back, Cody. Come back, if you're listening, you. he's probably he's not, not listening. Listen, no, yeah. I don't even he's listen to these when I edit. Podcast, I just, yeah, I just, <laughs> just pick out clips go. and throw it together. Yeah. Um, well, the I feel like what the incentive becomes is, you know, and what you might be underestimating is that a lot of contract talks and getting players to want to stay is a lot of like 
look who we just drafted and look who's coming up in the system. A lot of what got Tavares to sign in Toronto was look at Mitch Marner, Matthews, and yeah. these young kids. And again, when I say it's going to be year to year, if the first couple overall picks are going to be these studs, like Svechnikov and Pedersen get into the league right away, mm-hmm. you know, a player might be willing to stick around to get that player to stay on then and be more incentivized to stay on that team. Yeah, I think it does make the trade deadline a little a little iffy. It definitely takes away the uh, the suspense of leading up to that day. I think that, I, but yet I still think it could stand as here's the trade deadline. This is the day you have to get your roster together. It just means the GMs don't have till two thirds of the season to figure out what their roster is yeah. look like. They got to get their shit together mm-hmm. and make smart right. moves. Like Don Waddell getting hey. Nino Nieder. Hey. But uh, there's also uh, an issue where. If it's the best of the worst, you know, their bubble teams are, are can still be really good teams, and then you there's a uh, guys at the bottom end up with 15th overall picks, but they're, you know, last in the league type yeah. of situation. That's so, true. I mean, unless it, unless it becomes you play for first, and then everything else is a lottery, with going for the you know the worst teams get the higher odds situation. Well, I, you know what I mean? Like right. the, they would then treat the second like the first and everything gets treated. Maybe that's you know? what you play for. You play for the odds. That I that could be, yeah. I think I, that could make it interesting, you know. Cuz I mean the odds now aren't even that crazy, are no, they? No, they're I think they're they're I think they're reasonably fair yeah. and they they start to uh they start to drop off. Like make, it's it's yeah. extremely high for the first Make like the bottom picks. would would you include every Everyone non-playoff, or would you go like bottom ten, get to play for the odds, or I don't know. You don't know. It's that's yeah, too it much to think about. Yeah, I, I I get it. I'll just stick, with the, also may- stick with the goal. Just maybe, give me the goal plan. Yeah. <laughs> maybe every non-playoff, every Shut non-playoff up and take my money. team. <laughs> every non-playoff team gets the same exact odds, and then it's just a literal. Yeah. Then there's then there's no only point. In, only thing you gain by tanking is. A, ba- a worse taste in your fans' mouths about the way the organization's going. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You know, you end up with the worst attendance in the league, and then, <laughs> but then you get the storm surge. <laughs> Where have I heard and, this yeah. before? <laughs> um, yeah, no. So uh, I guess I don't know. But I mean, in the end, the the GMs aren't going. That's that sort of change isn't happening anytime soon. They're not no. going against Batman. No, not at all. Yeah, they're. It's going to stay the way mm-hmm. it is. For for a little while. I don't think the GMs are too displeased with the current lottery setup. No. They would have talked about it. It would have been a talking point at the GM meetings this year. Yeah. And maybe it was. Maybe. maybe they only, I, I guess they have the choice to make so much of what they talk about public. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the fans are really that unhappy with the way it... No, I don't think there's a big outcry. Because I don't think... Like, like we were saying, I don't think teams are really actively tanking. I just think there yeah, are some... no bad, evidence of I think it there are some I've bad teams. And yeah. They, you know, once you the get Ottawa to a trade Senators. deadline, you, yeah, and well, you have and, a Matt and, Duchesne. And it seems kind of obvious with, with these teams that are bad, it's, there's direct correlation to poor management. Yeah. There, people talk about the owner meddling. Um, Up in Edmonton. In Edmonton well, and yeah. mainly Ottawa. That yep. that kind of seems to potentially uh, prohibit the team from, from advancing or growing the way they need to. Yeah. Um, not you know, so much from a business standpoint, but from the players they keep and mm-hmm. don't keep. Yeah, uh, you know, I know Ottawa has a lot of like a locker room management, right? And Ottawa has a lot of separate uh, money and uh, 
not money's per se so much as arena issues. They've really yeah. made a new arena and they're having a really difficult time figuring that out with the city and everything like that. Which that you know you can only help to so much extent. It doesn't make you look better when you're also saying stupid shit to yeah. the public. Yeah. Um, like what do you say recently? Like uh, the real oh. sins fans will get season tickets or ba- he basically like threatened his fan base. He did that. And then he didn't he come out recently talking about the was it the maple leaves? Was that it? was in the same thing. That was yeah. in the same th- conversation well, he, he, where he's like, we'll be just as good as them in two, three years. Well, I thought he said, like, he's like, looking at that team, you know, they just, defense was neglected or something like that. I was like, dude, how about... Oh, is that what he said? So, I, that came out, I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure if it I, was him, but I feel like, I feel like it was. Right. But it's like, dude, who are you to talk about well, exactly. Any sort of roster management, anything. Well, like there's the a way, fucking billboard yeah. for you to be out of the... When your own city puts a billboard yeah, up to tell you yeah. to be off the team, <laughs> Melnick out. Yeah, yeah it's you're fucking rough times. You get you can't say anything, dude. He's gonna turn into that. Did you see uh, back when the shit was really hitting the fan with them? He did that one on one with Borieki, and it's like the cringiest fucking yeah. thing you could have ever yeah. watched, man. It's so good. Yeah, oh, it's, it's great. So good. Poor Borieki. Speaking of bad management, did you see that? Uh, was it the Knicks owner? That banned the fan from uh, from games. Ah, uh, I, th- I feel like I heard about it, but Where, I don't remember why or what the context he, was. I feel like I saw that though. It was, was that just the, was that the Westbrook thing? No, 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 oh, no, okay, no, okay. no. This is uh, it was just, just, the Knicks are in like an Ottawa situation. Where right, just, they've been shitty for a while, right, right, right. and it's just like the management just keeps keeps just seems to keep just fumbling the right. ball. But there was like a fan sitting at wherever the owner walked out at. He was sitting kind of like next to that little black gate that they're always there. And he was just like, sell the team or whatever. And the guy like stopped, like walked over and he was like, hey, uh, come here, come here. Uh, you don't have to ever come to a game again then, huh? And then just like sent his, boy, like, sent his boys and they escorted him out. And like all of it was caught on film, obviously. And it's just like. I didn't see that. So shitty. That, that's not right. It's not right. Yeah. You, as an owner of a sports team, you should just just keep walking. So so what you're telling me, Mr. Owner, is that when the players hear criticism being shot at the fan, which they're going to get way more yeah, than you Yeah, way will, worse. Uh, that they can just, they can do things and, yeah. and, and go take action against yeah. the fans? No. Yeah. And, and it's no, not it depends even, on what they say. Yeah, they can't cross and, boundaries. Yeah. They, but they can. What they, they say, what they do. But right. this guy was they literally can't touch just, them. They can't he was literally just them. sitting there. He was like, sell the team. Yeah. Just, you know. He can say that all day. It's New York. <laughs> but he could have said way worse things. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. Mm. But. So moving on, uh, talking about the Capitals White House visit. Mm-hmm. Um. And before we talk about like who didn't go and what was what people's opinions may be of it and all that, it's important to note that every team does do this or gets mm-hmm. the invitation, and not all players go for different reasons each year. But this is the hometown team in D.C. Yep. Mm-hmm. It kind of just seems mandatory yeah. that they go to the White House. They it's not have even out of the way. Yeah, they all <laughs> got to drive by it. Uh, people on the team see it all the time going yeah. to the arena, from the arena, from other team events. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's, like, it's, just, it's so interesting that with the p- current political climate and the criticism that comes with being associated with the White House, that you would pick on the team that's from that area or in that area, like they, they got to, it's yeah. almost it's yeah. like logistics and business would mm-hmm. say that this has to happen. Just let it go. For sure. 
Yeah, I mean, they like there's like yeah, it's their backyard. Exactly. <laughs> you got to go to your neighbor's. Got to go to your neighbor's barbecue. Now who didn't go? The Get players that did not go. Notable players, because I'm sure there's some lower end roster players that just didn't. You know, they're off in other leagues doing whatever. But uh, there was Devonte Smith Pelly, right? Who made a statement before. I think it was before even the playoffs. Yeah, I remember last that, year, yeah. Where he just said, "I'm not going." I wouldn't go even if we were invited. Yeah, yeah. Which you uh, been on? Brett Connolly didn't go. Uh, I think it was Holpe. Was that because of Holpe? Was he the one who did uh, it? Oh, I don't know if that's exactly. There's a guy there. Connolly made was Connolly made a think, statement. I think and said Connolly was 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 talking about Smith. Was Smith Belly? Okay. Yeah, because they yeah. played a lot together. That's right. Um, and I also think I'm not. I don't think. Uh, Hopi Hopi's quote was like, "Yeah, I just I got my own my own sort yeah. of convictions, and mm-hmm. that that comes first. Yeah, he which didn't again, even say so Trump by name, which is kind no. of he was just like he was just like, look, you know. Well, and anything and that he and I, his wife are very active in the LGBTQ extremely community yeah. with all all that. So mm-hmm. it yeah, it makes sense that he didn't go. A lot of those views conflict pretty pretty heavily with, yeah. with the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what was really good about the whole thing that anyone in what anyone said, they did a really good job of. Of staying, you know, between those lines of like, look, we're just here to mm-hmm. to do, to 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 not a miss out on an opportunity, but b, you know, to 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 just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And you know, just do what's expected of us as professionals yeah. and what's expected of us as champions. Yeah. And they're um, not nearly as invested because it's obviously been a huge talking point. You know, the, the, there's been basketball. The Warriors didn't go. Right. All that the uh, the Eagles didn't go. Right. All, but yeah, I mean these, these are just like most of them are foreign. Like they don't, they don't, they're not invested in the same way. To them, it's, it's a totally different sport. It's the the it's part people. of their job. Like the right. guy was just like, look, you, we're gonna go. They made it low key. There wasn't supposed to be any cameras originally. The White House opened up the ceremony of giving Trump the stick and everything to cameras, but the team didn't make anyone available afterwards. They're just very like, we're gonna show up. We're gonna do it. No, Ovechkin spoke, you know, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. They're going to be best yeah. buddies, yeah. dude. Which... He's like, there's like two degrees of separation yeah. between Ovechkin <laughs> and Trump. <laughs> Ovechkin was... was one of the people helping rig the election. Yeah. This is not the first time Trump and Ovechkin have been in a room together. Definitely. out of, And that's out of Ovechkin's hands completely. Oh, he yeah. has no choice. Yeah. That's the thing about yeah. these Russian superstars, man. Like, it could be, it could be, Putin could be like, all right, we're going to war. Tomorrow, no. and, and he could call. You know, he's going to call on the toughest Russians. Yeah, and he was like, it's Malkin. You're, you're coming back. Like, you got to come back, and like right. they have to. Yeah. they have no choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the Olympics. Panarin's still going to free agency, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no, I stay in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> They're nicely just very warm. Um, no, for sure he's a draft yeah. dodger. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, look at the last Olympics in South Korea. Ovechkin straight up was like, "Yeah, I, I know the league's not going, but like, I'm gonna play for my team, and I'll take I'll take whatever penalty yeah. comes with yeah. that." He was not worried about yeah. it. Um, ended up not happening because mm-hmm. there wasn't a, a any sort of real representation there, and all the Russian players got uh, banned anyway. Yeah, not not that Ovi did. He's not. Part of that organization, but a lot of them did because they all had steroids. Or yeah, something like it was that. state sponsored. Yeah, state sponsored steroid <laughs> use. So I think what they had is they had like, so so if anyone from Russia wanted to participate, that was clean. They had to have like a 
they had, uh, they had to participate under the Olympic flag. <laughs> yeah. And they couldn't yeah. have, like, their country's anthem. Like, the most, like, disrespectful. Just petty, just like, so yeah. petty. Yeah. You can't even be part of your nation. Yeah. You well, just get to come cheat. here and run around a fucking circle. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um so yeah i mean the white house visit is what it is mm-hmm. uh it's so, really not that big of a deal as a caps fan and mm-hmm. i guess you kind of already answered the question I'm about to ask yeah but do you think you know that this kind of a crucial time of the year not so much in the fact that they're not going to make the playoffs but just going into the playoffs being a cohesive locker room do you think this has any effect on the locker room not at all and I get, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. And mainly just because I think that they're aware enough to have spoken about it together as a mm-hmm. team months in advance, yeah. probably around or before the same time Smith Pelly made his comments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they could just, I'm sure they keep everything out in the open between yeah. them. Yeah. Again, like you said, the two degrees of separation. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dovechkin's probably texting Trump. Yeah. In the locker room, like, guys, it's fine. He said he's going to have uh, McDoubles for yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that was a story. There was no food at this White House visit. Oh, really? Yeah, no food. Interesting. But, and again, they're just kind of quote um, Brooks Orpik, yeah. who they asked him about it, you know, talking about, it, is this going to create uh, any division in the locker room? A hostile work environment. Mm-hmm. And he said, people try to spin it that way. I think it's irresponsible, to be honest with you. If someone wants to come and talk to anybody and hear about their political views and their values and how they treat people, then I think anyone's willing to talk to people about that. Whether you go to the White House to celebrate a championship, I don't think says anything about your values or your characters. There's plenty of guys, myself included, that share a lot of the same values as Braden, and there's some, and those same guys are going to the White House. Exactly. So yeah, I don't think when the you know the big presence is in your locker room, someone like Holtby, someone like Orpic, yeah. I think they have definitely taken care of it beforehand. And someone like, and, you know, and someone where I think it would get dicey is with someone like Smith Pelly, maybe, and he's not on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. So, well, and, uh, or he's in the AHL. But right. St- same. same Play for Hershey right now. Yeah. He cleared waivers, mm. which, is a, which was surprising. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, think, we talk, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but when he got put on waivers mm-hmm. a little while back, um, it was before February. Yeah, he was, was no one picked him up. Yeah. I mean, Stanley Cup champion. Oh, yeah. I was just, and he's, everywhere he's been, he's kind of always had spark moments. And yeah. A guy that can get hot that play that's down to play a fourth-line role. I was surprised. I don't know. Why you want it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that means he can come back. Mm-hmm. For the playoff run. Because hey. he, he was a big part of it last year. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially the last mm-hmm. series. Um, I also, I, I'm pretty sure another quote I read from Orpic, uh, about the White House visit too, he was saying, you know, there's there everyone's got different views yeah. uh, about different things, uh, you know, c- across the board. And there's people who everyone's friends with and, and talks to and socializes with at work and other settings mm-hmm. who who they're different from, who have different views from them. That that's all the time. Yeah, you know, this is no different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's we're friends and some of us have different views and we're all we're all part of a team. Yeah, like fucking get over it. Yeah, and I, I, uh, and I would wager a lot of money that, not even intentionally, that it just never comes up. Like they're no, everyone, exactly. like everyone, the common background is just hockey. It's, yep. it's just and like you mentioned, there's a lot of people not just on that team but in the league in general who aren't from America. Yeah, and for the NBA and the NFL, those are mostly American-born mm-hmm. players. Um, so they're gonna have, they're going to have a different position. Yeah, as a whole. Yeah, it, well, it's been affecting their life their whole lives. Exactly, these, these guys, it's. The last couple of years, some of them are selling green play. cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think they'll be fine. 
Yeah. But I am sure if there's uh, if there's turmoil in the playoffs, that uh, that storyline, the White House visit, yeah, ruined the repeat that, chances. That photo of everyone in the Oval Office is gonna be, is gonna be at the top of every article. Um, but. one of the last things we'll talk about here is the John Cooper extension. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Yep. Uh, we can sit here and just suck off the Tampa management for a while, I guess. <laughs> just how good they are, top to bottom. Every 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 phase. Well, and not only just that, consider that he was also the coach of the Crunch before yeah. he was the coach of the Lightning, and there are a lot of players who have been mm-hmm. brought to that system were on that Crunch yeah. team. So he's been with a lot mm-hmm. of these players for a long time. This is why I, you know, and I'm a huge Brendan Moore fan, but that that is why I wanted Vellucci, I, that our AHL coach, to come up because yeah. he's been coaching all all these young all this young talent. To, but maybe yeah, he'll get a chance. Not yeah. necessarily recommending he replace Bradmore, but be an assistant or be mm-hmm. part of the staff. Yeah. I mean, because that seems to be the. I mean, that's just common in that type mm-hmm. of role in general. Sure. Have that guy as your right hand yeah. man supersede you. Todd Redden did it mm-hmm. for. Uh, it just the means Capitals. so much for players' confidence. I just I imagine you know what I mean. Oh yeah, just a guy you recognize, a guy, guy you, you recognize, already know, yeah. guy you trust, a guy who trusts you and you trust him. So exactly. The man, Lightning are historically great. Yeah, and. At least else. in the regular season. Yeah. Um. They yeah. They might break the win record, which would be dope. Do you? Does Cooper automatically get Coach of the Year? If they break the win record, probably. Who Who are you giving Coach of the Year to right now? Trots. Trots. But I'm a little biased. Yeah. Yeah. I, a little bit there. Huh? I mean, I'm not an Islanders fan, but I just yeah. I love him so much as a coach. Um. And you know, he, the team that they thought was going to be absolute trash has mm-hmm. been up in the Metro, top of the Metro this entire season. Yeah. Um, I think in great part because of his coaching. Oh. I, yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. you, you great take, part might be an you understatement. You take a team that was already okay, and then you just strip it of John Tavares, it yeah. becomes much worse. I don't care mm-hmm. what anyone says. Exactly. And, you know, they 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 also did some decent acquisitions with yeah. gold, goaltenders who mm-hmm. are having bounce-back years, but yeah. Barry Trotz, I think, is the And the some goal. locker room guys, but it all yeah. starts with the coach. You got to. For that team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I don't know. I mean, besides him, I can't think of anyone offhand. Yeah, I mean, if I don't okay, think okay, I don't on, think Brendan Moore should win it. I was about to say if we win, if the Hurricanes win the Stanley Cup, you gotta give it to yeah. fucking Brendan Moore. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely yeah. have to give it no to doubt, Brendan Moore. No doubt. No doubt. Are you kidding I think me? I want him in the conversation. I don't like. I I, w- I don't think he's gonna get the. I don't think it's not deserved. I, don't think, he, I, don't, I think he I don't deserves think he to be in the conversation. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think he will. I don't think that's going to get the media attention. Like, no. like literally, like there could be people, panelists, or people who are actually involved with that decision, actively talking about Brendan Moore as a candidate. Yeah. But no media outlet will want to talk about that. Yeah. Because no one cares. And there's no, you know, with the Islanders, it's like they were a bad team and now they're a great yeah. team. Where every stat the Hurricanes have had has been like. We've only well, they've been an okay team, but unless you've been watching, and it's like no, like he, it, it's a completely different team this year, and so I, I get why he's not gonna be for right. sure. But, but dude, they won the Stanley Cup, and oh, you had you go to anywhere else? You have it's to. a shoe in. Um, yeah, and then thirty-seven-year-old Justin Williams getting the <laughs> getting <laughs> the MVP, dude. I think he's also part of the secret. Oh, dude, yeah. Man. Well, and he, I mean, he and Brendan Moore also have a different kind of bond than even just a captain coach relationship. That's true. So, they and like, they like, Brent, like, you know, like Brendan Moore said, he's like, dude, I, he's like, I don't even That's have to. That's crazy, coach man. They, they won a cup together, and now he's coaching them. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's I, awesome. Yeah. But very yeah, weird. I mean, that's, I'm sure that's happened in a few other situations, but that yeah. just seems very close together. Yeah. 
for sure. Definitely. Like, <laughs> he's yelling at you. And yeah. you're like, Look, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like that, to me, like that's like almost as awkward. Like, like in Arrested Development, uh, the beginning of season four. Just, I think this is a trope used from time to time. Like where your parent goes back to college while you're in college. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like shows up in your Dude, class. Was that, was that the Goofy movie? Goofy movie. Yeah. Boy Meets World did it in yeah. an episode. Yeah, yeah, just like shit like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's just as awkward. Like for sure. Uh, yeah, man, we used to put cups on next to each other, and now you're like yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen you naked. Used dog. to see you in the shower, yeah, and now yeah. you're telling me to go take one. Yeah, like, it's not cool, man. <laughs> I'm sure, the, I'm sure it's handled well. Obviously, it's could you be in a towel well. so this could be more comfortable for yeah, me? I'm yeah. not... <laughs> they they meet in like the they meet yeah. in the sauna. Can we discuss this over a good uh, a good bike session? Because yeah. I don't understand <laughs> the frustration. Yeah. Um. I guess one other thing to talk about, too, is uh, Mr. Adam Fox. Yep. He's going to go get that degree. Unofficial. Uh, his camp has not talked to the Hurricanes camp, the last that I heard. Why would they? Um, Do well, they have to? Uh, yeah, he's... he's uh, I know I know we have his rights, but like, are they obligated to discuss anything? As far as keeping him in the loop? Yeah. Uh, I probably not. That's what I'm saying. But like, there's been no official... <laughs> word. This, is, this was a reporter who right, was like, right. the word is... I'm just talking shit. Yeah. But I mean, I like that. I feel like that no one's really been talking about it because right. I guess it's not really that big of a storyline. But this whole scene, nor is the need. Yeah, but there. yeah, it's when we when we didn't move the right-handed defenseman, and the story always was that he wants the quickest path to the NHL. I didn't like. I didn't, I never. I was never super hyped. Like, oh, I can't wait for like he's got to. I I was kind of pretty skeptical from the beginning. Now he's still even after he could still sign with us, you know. He could. This could still just be a rumor. If he, uh, you, we don't know yet, but right. Um, uh, it, he wants to play, and I think it'd be a good system for him to come up in. I think if we do move somebody and he gets a chance to run a power play and play third pairing minutes with a guy like Dehan, who's going to be there to cover your ass, it's uh, that's a that's a good. I think it'd be good, but he wants to go be a guy, be the guy somewhere. Let him, uh, you know, let him test the market. I guess. I mean, and I don't know. Where it could go as far as, like, because, you know, at this rate, when stuff like that happens, he's probably not going to sign with us. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Which, I is, agree. which is fine. Um, you know, and, and to his, to his uh, defense, too, there's probably not a lot of room for him on the team. Yeah. Given how deep we are defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he pr- he's probably going to be ready to play. He's going to want to play. Yeah. Uh, but the, maybe there's the potential to trade him at the draft. To a team who would sign him, or mm-hmm. or he would want to sign with at the yeah. same time. I don't know if that's like insider trading. If you can do that, what like negotiate? Like I guess you probably can. Like well, I guess what I'm saying is, is outside of his ability, I don't think he's allowed to talk to teams. No, you no, see no. what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah. Teams aren't allowed. To, I don't think teams are. The, allowed teams to, can't talk to him. Yeah, it's but, tampering. But, but his agent can talk to Carolina about where. He would want to play with, yeah. And then he, they, they can Carolina can talk have to teams. a conversation, right? Kind of thing, yeah. Which even that's, I guess I'm just I'm just brainstorming. That sounds yeah. a little sketchy, ethically. I don't. I think I th- I'm I all, think, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I would say mean, in just, their contract, in their like the, the talks where right. you know that kind of thing. There's got to be some way you have to word it those yeah. conversations it's like, so it's not it's like, breach. Well, yeah. So it's like, well, if you could play anywhere, right? Kind of, yeah. It's like. Well, ideally, and just yeah. shit like that. In a but, perfect world. Yeah. 
But, but what I'm saying is then there, you can trade that team, to, get something in the draft. There's a way to still go to school and uh, play in the league. Because didn't Donato do that? Wasn't that him? Who? Ryan Donato. I have no idea. Pretty sure he's a Bruin, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm pretty. Where did he get he, traded to the Wild? No, that's uh, what's his face. That wasn't that Fiala from Fiala. No, 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 no. someone else got traded from that. Oh, team. the 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 small guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know who you're talking can't about. Remember. Yeah, I can't doesn't matter. Debrusque. It was Debrusque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'm pretty sure Donato was attending Harvard and also playing for the Bruins. Well, Harvard's in Massachusetts, asshole. Well, I know. I'm just saying that. It's possible. So you're saying he's got to play for the Bruins? Maybe. If they oh, want to like, give Christ. us Bergeron or something. I don't know. I'm just yeah, throwing yeah, ideas yeah. out there. Well, with all that said, this has been the fourth episode of Talking Sauce. Now, we've done four of these. Half of them we've done without our third member. Mm, mm-hmm. So at what point... Is he just a guest? Is he just a guest? At what point are we just guests in his life, really? That's deep. It's real deep. We're all guests. <laughs> We're all guests just... Flying through this <laughs> house that is Earth. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh no, dude. There's there's something there. Philosophy. Nah, there's, there's nothing there. Tune into Talking Philosophy. That's our other <laughs> that's podcast. That's our other podcast. Talking Philosophy. You that's, think, you know, that's you think what we don't we know shit do. about hockey? You should hear us talk philosophy. No, see, I disagree. <laughs> and again, again, getting into, I think that's what we know the most about. Are you kidding me? Uh, for, is, this, is this another? Is this more philosophy here? I think we're about to do another hour. Just on right philosophy. Now. All yeah, right, he's <laughs> talking sauce <laughs> after dark. <laughs> <laughs> So episode four, this is it. Yup, yup, yup. Follow us on the social medias All at Talking Sauce Pod. No underscore. No Res- spaces. Respect the underscore. No underscore. Always respect the underscore. <laughs> but Talking Sauce Pod at Twitter, Instagram. I think we have a Reddit set up. I don't know. That's uh, Cody's job. But he's not here. He's not here. So, so fuck him. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to us. Let's go watch the Caps. Uh, get a couple Lose. points. <laughs> Lose. I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> uh, we're out.